This is 3 News Now, your daily update on everything Northeast Ohio with Stephanie Haney. Hi there, everyone. Welcome back to 3 News Now. I'm Stephanie Haney. Today's Wednesday, April 7th. Thank you for being here for the top stories from WKYC.com and our WKYC app. We start with new information about the former Columbus Zoo director, Jack Hanna. His daughters are now saying that he was previously diagnosed with dementia, that it has escalated quickly over the last several months, and it's now believed that he may have Alzheimer's. His daughter, in a letter, they said Kathleen Suzanne and Julie Hanna that he can no longer participate in public life like he used to all over the world, watching with people and laughing and learning alongside him and that while his health has deteriorated quickly over the last several months that his great sense of humor continues to shine through now jack Hanna was the director of the columbus zoo for 42 years and he retired at the end of december now here in cleveland we are learning that special assistant to cleveland mayor frank jackson has been charged with five counts of rape this is alexander lackey the international affairs coordinator for the city and we're also learning that he was secretly indicted because prosecutors worried because of all the travel involved in his position that he would be a flight risk he was indicted by cuyahoga county grand jury last month and tyler sinclair who's a spokesperson for the cuyahoga county prosecutor's office told 3 News this about the charges that Lackey faces. He says on January 6th, Cleveland police responded to a report of domestic violence at his home between Lackey and what's believed to be a 19-year-old victim at his home in the Cleveland area and that the victim was taken to the hospital for treatment and a later investigation revealed that Lackey had allegedly sexually assaulted that victim multiple times at his home between October of 2018 and December of 2020. And now he faces charges, five counts of rape, three counts of sexual battery, and one count of domestic violence. That's according to court records, with court records showing that he'll be arraigned on April 13th. The city of Cleveland told 3 News that it was on Monday, March 29th, that Lackey was relieved of duty with pay because of these allegations pending the pre-disciplinary hearing that's scheduled for the week of April 12th. We now have more information about the developing situation out of Rocky River. We now know that five Rocky River teachers have resigned and one person has retired. This all stems from the investigation that alleged inappropriate conduct related to a student. But it's not exactly what you might think at the start of the situation. So Superintendent Michael Schof announced those resignations and that retirement today in a long statement, which is published in full on WKYC.com. And he said during the course of the initial investigation, they learned of and saw a photo of a student fully clothed on a teacher's phone. The photo, which was taken in a classroom, according to the superintendent, was inappropriate enough, those were his words, to cause concern because it violated board policy. Well, because of the thoroughness of the investigation, they then learned that along with those three staff members, two more high school teachers were involved in an inappropriate text chain regarding staff members. And the text chain between those five people, which was private, did not contain photographs of students. And all of those staff members were immediately removed from the campus. Five of the teachers, out of those five teachers, four resigned and one has retired. And due to the publicity of the situation, Shof says that another former student came forward, contacted the Rocky River City School District with concerns about another member of the high school staff and alleged inappropriate communication and contact from before. Now, that sixth staff member was removed from the building and has also 
resigned employment. Now, last week, Rocky River police said they were relaunching their investigation after being made aware that there was undisclosed information that might exist indicating criminal activity. This is after they had previously determined that there was not sufficient evidence of criminal activity. And just to remind you how this all started, there was a video of some Rocky River High School teachers having a conversation and including inappropriate comments about a student referring to possible photos of a student in a text message thread with several other teachers. As we get new information, we will continue to update that on WKYC.com, our WKYC app, and also on all of our TV shows. Now today, the murder trial of Derek Chauvin continues in Minneapolis. It is day eight, and there has been more testimony today. To remind you, Derek Chauvin is charged with second-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter, and third-degree murder in the killing of George Floyd. And this week, the state has brought in its first expert witness from outside the city of Minneapolis, LAPD Sergeant Jody Steiger. Now, Jody Steiger said after watching the video showing Chauvin's restraint of Floyd that the force was excessive in that opinion. For more coverage on this continuing, please go to WKYC.com and our WKYC app. Now let's take a look at the latest COVID-19 numbers. These numbers come from Johns Hopkins University. These global numbers right now, 132,658,720 reported cases and 2,879,979 reported deaths. Now across the U.S., there have been 30,876,041 reported COVID cases and a total of 556,715 reported COVID-19 deaths. In the U.S., we have 4% of the global population, but the most cases and the most reported COVID-19 deaths. We have 23.3% of the reported cases now and 19.3% of the reported deaths. That is down 0.1 percentage point from yesterday. As I was putting this together, we did not yet have the latest numbers from the Ohio Department of Health about the new case count. We will have those on WKYC.com as soon as they're available. But let's take a look at the vaccination picture. Right now, almost 20% of Ohio's population has completely been vaccinated. That's almost 2.3 million people and more than 66,000 people joining that pool of people in the last day. Almost 33% of Ohio's population has started the COVID-19 vaccine process. That's more than 3.8 million people and more than 60,000 people have gotten at least their first shot of either the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine in the last day. That includes half of the Cleveland baseball team's Tier 1 members. Tito Francona was vaccinated in Arizona during spring training, but on Tuesday, players, coaches, trainers, and some front office members and other members of the team's traveling party were able to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Cleveland Clinic members were able to come to the ball club and do that at Progressive Field on Tuesday. There were also half of the team's Tier 2 members, which are other essential employees, got the vaccine on Tuesday, and the other half of both Tier 1 and Tier 2 will get that vaccine on Thursday. Tito said that it was very fortunate that they were able to come to the ballpark and give that kind of great care. Here's what we do know. According to Major League Baseball's rules, once a ball club reaches an 85% threshold, they're able to relax some COVID-19 protocols. When I say 85%, I mean 85% of the people vaccinated. And Tito says the closer we get to normalcy, not just in baseball but in life, the better, and he's hoping as an organization that they get to that point so they can make some of the day-to-day -day things a little bit easier, and he says a lot more fun, and he hopes that we get there.
Now we have an update on Tiger Woods, which remember he was in that terrible crash a couple of months ago. Well, we now learn that he was speeding at the time of crash. He was driving 84 to 87 miles per hour down that road in Los Angeles where the speed limit is 45 miles per hour. This is according to L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva. And that stretch of road is known for wrecks so much so that there's actually an emergency exit runway for vehicles right beyond where Tiger Woods crashed. Now, Villanova blamed the crash completely on excessive speed and Tiger Woods losing control beyond the wheel. Sheriff's Captain James Power says there wasn't any evidence that he braked throughout the wreck and it's believed that he could have hit the gas instead of the brake during that crash. Now we have an update on the Cleveland Cavaliers owner, Dan Gilbert. He's now the 23rd richest person in the world. That's according to the Forbes 2021 billionaires list, which was released yesterday. He made one of the biggest moves, one of the largest jumps on that list. His net worth increased from $6.5 billion, which is already a lot of money, in 2020 to $51.9 billion in 2021 that is a massive amount of money and if you're wondering how that's possible well last year if you remember he took the rocket companies public on the new york stock exchange that paid off immediately it increased his net worth at the time by 34 billion dollars and his net worth now being 51.9 billion dollars that makes him the second richest professional team owner in sports he's only behind los angeles clippers chairman steve ballmer who's worth 68.7 billion dollars all right one more thing to let you know before we go here there's a very cool exhibit coming to cleveland very soon it's called immersive van gogh it's had sold out extended runs in toronto chicago san francisco los angeles and New York. This comes from the world-renowned digital artist Italy's Massa Miliano Sicardi. And for 30 years, he's been doing these immersive exhibitions in Europe. Over 2 million people have seen his art installations. Well, now he's bringing it here to Cleveland. It'll open here in Cleveland on September 9th. It's 500,000 cubic feet of projections, which are animating work by Vincent's Van, Vincent Van Gogh throughout art displays. There'll be moving images. You'll see brush strokes, detail, color, really illuminating the Van Gogh experience. It's an hour long. There's time entry, timed entry, and it's a walkthrough experience happening here in Cleveland. They've got precautions in place, touchless ticket taking, temperature checks, hand sanitizer stations, social distancing markers throughout the venue. And they'll also be digitally projecting distancing circles on the gallery floors to ensure that people keep appropriate space as they are walking through the exhibit. So as I said, that opens here in Cleveland on September 9th, and you can get your tickets at vangocleveland.com. That's linked at wkyc.com. Prices start at around 40 bucks, and they open up to the general public this Friday. Tickets opened up today if you had signed up in advance via pre-sale, so those people were able to get their tickets today, but the general public can get those tickets starting Friday, April 9th, at 10 a.m. So mark that in your calendar. You are also still able to sign up, by the way, to be notified and reminded so you don't miss that window. All right, that's it for your three news now update today for Wednesday, April 7th. I'll see you next up on What's New with the Trending Stories segment in Clicking in Cleveland. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for more three news now. Between now and then, everyone, stay safe and be well. I'm Stephanie Haney.
Thanks for listening to 3 News Now with Stephanie Haney from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and in the WKYC app.